Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George. Dan. Gabe. And Learn. What was that? And Lurk? And and Lurk. Lurk. And Lurk. And Lurk. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite shows, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. What? That's what the the show notes said, right? I thought it was Captain Marvel. The movie Captain Marvel? Like yeah. from three years ago? That's right. It's not a TV show. That's right. But isn't it something about Marvel? I thought it was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Guys, did we all just watch the wrong thing in anticipation for... I feel like I lost in this bet, though. <laughs> I don't know. I watched Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm good. Exactly. You know, I heard that there was a Mrs. Doubtfire musical on um, Broadway. Is that not what we watched? Oh, you went to, you went to New York and watched Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway? Yeah. How was it? Not the same without Robin Williams. I would imagine that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I mean I, that's I bet. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So <laughs> I'm looking through the notes now. I think we were supposed to talk about Miss Marvel. Oh, I did watch that. Oh. Did you guys that's watch right. Did you guys watch Miss Marvel? Yeah, I just recently uh, finished watching it. Oh, you mean like moments ago you like, finished yeah, like watching? Right before this. Okay. How was that? Um, I think I had to go to the gym. I had to uh, rush to see it. You know, I, I guess so I have So you could be prepared for the show. Yeah, I haven't been uh, keeping up. Sacrifices, man. Sorry. I haven't been keeping up, I guess. Week With the Kardashians? Week. Well, the past two weeks, I haven't really like watched it week to week. So I had to ca- kind of catch up, you know, things back up and... Things get a little busy. So. Do you feel like that's been happening more lately? All the time. I mean, oh. especially like with starting school and things like that. But like also like just having a life outside of sticking my face in front of a TV. Yeah. What about you guys, Dan? Link, you guys? Uh... I didn't watch it. I watched the first two episodes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And how long ago did you watch the first two episodes? I watched the first episode when it came out. Watched it with you guys. Oh, that's right. That was fun. Second episode I watched. Yeah. Uh, what, what day are we in? I watched two we're days ago. We're not allowed ago. to reveal what day we recorded this. <laughs> I watched it two days ago. But then as I'm watching it, I'm like, hey, there's this new show I want to check out. And I ended up watching that whole show instead of this. Oh, what show was that? The Bear. The is is it the bear or is it bear? The bear. No, it's oh, the bear. Oh, it's the bear. Okay, because someone told me it was bear. It was so weird. It was like bear. He's, he was like, he's a liar. Yeah, he was like really sticking. Like it's bear. It's bear. Who it's said, not the bear. Who said hey, that? It says bear. It's nah, weird. I don't know. I just, uh, some guy. Bear grill. <laughs> oh, maybe he was watching the bear grills show. Oh, he got confused too. 
and I, and I googled bear to find out what the show was about, and it just, just it was just bears. bears. Yeah, it was yeah. just. Yeah. Anyways, so okay, so you saw bear instead of I it? saw the bear chef. The bear chef. The bear, not comma, the bear chef. Chef. The it's not. I don't think that's the name of the show. No, what's it about? I'm I'm saying I watch the bear. A uh, chef, comma, chef. Oh, okay. I'm calling you chef. That's, oh, my, yeah. that's my new thing. I call oh, everyone chef. Oh, I watch the bear. Oh, chef. Sorry, our, our friend Dan here. Yeah. Heard chef. Okay. Okay, Jeff. And Dan, did you did you uh did you get to finish uh Miss Marvel? I watched one, two, three, and then six. Why? What? <laughs> because I just wanted to skip to the end. Like I live a chaotic life. <laughs> oh, okay. You're all about that chaos theory? Yes. Okay. Are you gonna go back and finish the series? Or? No. Like for like straight? <laughs> Maybe eventually. Dan just hates shows on Disney Plus. Guys, what? I do. Okay. Is that is that a real is that a real statement? Dan hates no, the Mandalorian. Confirmed. I, I'm trying to be more positive, so oh, no. Okay, good, good. Because I mean, I'm constantly getting uh, messages through uh, Twitter and. Uh, I, I was going to say Instagram. I don't have Instagram. Um, about like, they're like, oh, how's Dan the hater? Is he okay? Is <laughs> He hasn't been on the show. Is he angry? What's going on? I was on, on tour. Oh, that is correct. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We haven't even welcomed back Dan. Now that he's back from his college Thank speaking you. circuit, he was... Uh, Welcome back. You know, I'm chef. planning on touring again. Yeah, I was back actually... Yeah, I was actually worried because I know you had been courted. You had a couple of offers to go do your own show. For certain platforms, but uh, um, there was no, this but, show about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air that I was really tempted <laughs> that, that, to join. That guy keeps calling all of us. I don't know, but so, I, I feel like Dan came back looking a little different. Like he just doesn't have any more facial hair. Um, that's true, Dan. You, I feel like your beard was a very like huge defining trait you had. But you look like a child. Now it's time to like change. a suit. You just dress up very nicely. You yeah. look lifeless sometimes, which isn't yeah. like a gripe. It's just. The Mike Tyson. I haven't blinked in twenty minutes. The Mike Tyson tattoo is a little you, bit weird. He's kind of like smiling. There's no Mike Tyson tattoo. Can you My not see him? Hurts. Oh, you can't. We're all in his way. No, yeah, he feels a. Uh, oh, you know what? I did not. I wrong. I thought we were just coming up with stuff. <laughs> oh, because he's you know I, not on. I, no, because he can't. Because Link cannot see. I cannot oh, see that far. <laughs> we're all in between him. That's right. We have a. I'm at the under uh, the other are, end of the. Table. They are worlds apart. So, For anyone who ever might, ways. might see footage of this episode, uh, Dan is uh, here sitting next to me, and he's uh, he's looking a little stiff, looking a little Botoxy. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think Botox looks like? Yeah, isn't that what? <laughs> he doesn't finish this. I was gonna say, isn't that what Courtney Cox looks like right now? Okay, that's no, not that's nice. Not called for. We love you, Courtney. Well, okay, your de- your personal decisions, your body, your choice. Okay, that's that's neither here nor there. But um, so Dan's looking a little stiff. Um, you guys, uh, I mean, Link didn't finish Miss Marvel. Um, but he Dan the skipped bear. to the ending. Uh, Gabe rushed to finish it. I don't know if you enjoyed it the way if you would have just casually been watching it. I think. Yeah, I think that had the, I think I had a big role to play this oh, morning. Okay, and uh, and I had to rush to watch it the morning I woke up because I had spoilers being sent to me directly. Um, that exact same morning, it wasn't you. Well, it wasn't just you, but it, yeah, I guess it was you, Dan. Uh, I keep forgetting to look. Yeah, at you, you kind of spoiled the show for me. 
Yeah, Dan. I'm sorry. What you the heck did I say? Show for us. He didn't say anything. Oh, is it stuff? the Statue of Liberty thing? Yeah, the Statue of Liberty. It was yeah. like, I'll forget it. I can't even watch the show anymore. Wait. Where was the Statue of Liberty? Spoiler warning. The Statue of Liberty is in the final episode of... Yeah. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I was going to say Searching for McGuffin. Of, um, <laughs> wait. This is the what? final episode? The, the last episode? The Marvelous Miss Marvel. Why wouldn't, it, why wouldn't it be? It's in the last episode? Yeah, it's in... Oh, <laughs> Gabe just sighed, but it doesn't remember. Yeah. There was a drone shot. Yeah, there's a drone yeah, shot at that right at the intro in the beginning. Why oh. wouldn't it be in it? You know, though? the Statue of Liberty got like a really big like uh, pop for a round of applause in our theater when we're watching No Way Home. Really, like just like where where Peter's like, I'm at the places where like uh, what is it, Second Chances? Like, oh. like where he calls out oh, Goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like points at the Statue of Liberty. Everyone just like erupted into into clapping. And this was like a month after the movie was released. Do you think it's because they're like big Statue of Liberty marks or do you think it's because they love the new redesign with the Captain America shield? I think it's a combination of both. Okay, because that was a horrible choice. The Captain America shield? Yeah. I don't like it. You think that they should take an iconic monument of American history and just like put Cap Shield on it? In that universe, yeah. Okay. Infinity cones. Even the movie itself oh, knows that it's not a good move because it, it provides a voice to the criticism and then destroys it by the end of the same if movie. If anything, they should just make a new monument. Right. They should make a new monument. They should cap, make you know? a cap monument right next to the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> like an inch taller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not an inch shorter because that's what Cap would want. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not what they want. That's Well, what they want <laughs> is to, uh, what's the word, deface... Uh, the Statue of Liberty. Exactly. So it's just, I love how we're just going back and referencing just Marvel content. Yeah, because well, I mean, what else is there to reference? It's pretty much overtaken my life and this show. But um, we're not here to talk about New York City monuments. We're not here to talk about apparently the marvelous Miss uh, Marvel, because apparently we're ill-equipped to do so. So, guys, what are we going to talk about? This, I mean, you guys seem overwhelmed. With prepping for this episode, are you? Is everybody okay? Everybody doing okay? Uh, I'm fine. Ten out of ten. You're a ten out of ten. <laughs> You're fine. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Your scale is all over the place, Link. I don't even know what to think anymore. Fine. This is the only 10. time he's been right. Fine is ten out of ten. <laughs> Wait. No. <laughs> oh, never mind. I yeah. didn't realize he said fine. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Ten out of ten. <laughs> but he's like a fine ten out of ten. Yes. Yeah. Ten equals so fine. The fine is a ten out of ten. Okay. So, Man, I wouldn't want to hear what good is then. <laughs> it seems like it's become increasingly more and more difficult to keep up with the flurry of content that we're having aimed at us day to day at this point, right? Because it's, it's like week to week, but also some stuff on Tuesday, some stuff on Wednesday, some stuff on Thursday. Uh how, what do you guys feel about just the the bevy of content that we have available to us? Hmm. I think it's beautiful. Okay. Why so? I love it. I love all this content. I get to choose what I want, what I wa- what I want to watch, what I don't want to watch. I guess I like that. I I like the idea that I get to choose because there's so much of it. Do you feel like you have unlimited power? Um, I do. I do feel like I have unlimited power, and yet I feel like I don't have enough power. 
Why, why don't you unpack that? Well, because there's some shows that I watch that are weekly that I want to be able to binge in one sitting that I can't do. And that's what's bothering me. So maybe I'm not a fine 10 out of 10. Maybe I'm an okay 9 out of 10. And that is what you call therapy. That's what we provide, baby. Now, I think we've, we've talked about this in the past. You've mentioned your views on this, how you prefer to binge rather than go week to week. Why not just wait for the show to be over and binge it? Oh, why, why wait? You know, when I would rather. I'm already invested in the show. I'm not going to wait. Uh, six, I don't know how many, 12 more weeks for it to finish. But why don't you just not get invested in the show? Like, don't even. Start. Then don't recommend good shows to me, Danny. <laughs> like what, what? It's that. It's that easy. What That's shows? You... What shows do you have a problem with? Like this. Um, it's mostly anime. When, it, um, that's how they. That's how they release their stuff weekly. So it's like ah, I have to wait once again. I don't like that. Yeah, that happened to me with uh, only murders in the building. Like I tried to hold off from watching season two. But then, like, I just didn't, I, I was in the mood for something funny, so I watched five of them, and now I'm caught up, and now I have to wait for the back half, week to week. See, but I watched season one the day season two was released, and it was beautiful. So you're going to wait till season two is over? Yeah. But I think you, I'm going to wait till like, the last episode comes out. Like, and then I'll binge when they cancel that. the show? Yeah. I mean, why would you cancel? It just got nominated for some Emmys. It? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you're going to oh. wait till the last episode, like, when the show's over, or, or this season? This season. Oh, okay. So you're gonna binge it like before and then watch the last one on time? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I do that. I think that's like the best binge. Yeah. I think that's what Link said he was gonna do for Ms. Marvel, but but stuff got in the way. I think, that's what, I I think that's what I did for Moon Knight. Oh yeah, you no, like really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good strategy. I wish that's what I would have done for Obi Wan. Well, I mean, I guess we had the week to week reaction. Yeah, but there's no way I'm not watching Obi-Wan on Patreon. Week. Available now. Um, there's you not, think you think there was no way you were gonna watch Obi Wan week to week? No, there's no way I wasn't gonna watch Obi Wan week to week. Like, be caught up with it. I don't know if like I could like wait for the whole show to be over and then watch it. Why? Because it's Star Wars and there's a conversation with Star Wars. Yeah, the conversation is. And that's the other thing. Like, what what I love about so much content being thrown out there is that you get to choose it. You get me? For some, I'm not gonna. He, Gabriel's not gonna watch some things week to week. For Star Wars, Gabriel, we are pretty much all of us are going to watch it week to week, right? Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like having that option. How much choice do you really have, though? Like, like Gabriel's saying, I'm not going to miss out on the conversation. Like, do you have a choice in that? Or is he forced to watch it week to week? I have, have a choice. choice in I'm, that. Not, I'm not forced I get to do to, anything. Yeah, it's I'm not my forced. choice. But exactly. the way that my brain is set up, and it feels like I don't have a choice. Oh, okay. But I, can, I do. I completely have a choice to, to say, hey, like... I'm going to wait to watch this. I'm going to ignore delay, social media, delay the gratification. And, but honestly, even when I do see the conversation, like, yeah, there's some funny memes, but then the rest of it are just terrible takes and out and opinions that I do not care about. <laughs> and it, uh, and it bothers me. Yeah. So I think in a sense, missing out on the conversation is kind of a good thing in some cases, but also can you miss out on the conversation? Cause I know the, the, the situation I find myself in is if I don't watch it, I'm still going to be flooded with the conversation and then it's going to taint or alter my perception whenever I do get around to watch. Like for me, it's like, I know someone's going to bring it up to me, even if I'm not actively looking for that conversation, it's going to find me. Someone's going to talk to me about it. 
wise words. You're right. It's it like you can't <laughs> you can't avoid it, right? Because I I'm, at least for me, I know I'm like the go to person in so many people's. Like if I delay watching Star Wars or the Marvel show, like someone's gonna tell me later that day or the next day, like oh you saw it, oh oh, and and they're gonna want to talk about it. And it's like I feel a responsibility, a weird pseudo responsibility towards those people. Life is so tough, guys. <laughs> when when did it become so difficult? What do you think was the starting point for this like just ocean of content? When did you start to feel it? I think at the beginning of television. Oh, when they invented when television. When they invented the black and white television. That's what the 1950s, I yeah. believe. I, I think know. it all started from there. It all went downhill from there. Oh, okay. Television was a great tool. It was meant to educate. And Form. communicate, yeah. Now we have podcasts to educate us. Yes, that, that is what we do here, day in and day out. Just educate the masses. Was there another point in period after after the invention of television <laughs> that you think maybe there was a shift in? I think the invention of the internet <laughs> was also, uh, also made things worse but with content. Yeah. He has a point. Yeah. Okay. Well, take that. What I'm not sure is a serious comment, <laughs> and 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 explore. I feel like with internet, you just have information that's just. I mean, as time goes on, as time progresses, I think it's just more easily available to to more and more people. Um, with like music was one of those big things. Remember when they had like LimeWire, Napster, Napster. You guys heard that LimeWire is back as an NFT? <laughs> NFT. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> NFT. Well, that's that other thing. We which I'm really, about which I'm circle. really confused about, because are they selling NFT or are you illegally pirating NFTs? <laughs> they are the villain now. <laughs> I don't understand what LimeWire is doing now. Um, what else? Um, <laughs> that's it. I guess none of us know, so that's. I don't know, so I can't yeah. speak to it. Phones, phones are a big one. How so? Um, having the internet directly on your phone. Having television directly. On having, having, I remember when like invention. they started having like apps, just like you can just watch TV and movies on your phone. And I was like, man, we're gonna have flying cars soon. Hey, do you guys remember Justin TV? Or did you never? Were you never on Justin TV? Oh, wait, are, you saying, wait, so are you saying Justin TV or just in? Spell the same TV. way. Right? So you know, I always thought it was Justin TV, and I was like. Is Who's someone Justin? Named Justin? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just like a guy named Justin. But I, apparently it was just in TV. Oh, like that guy called Justin Case? Yeah, or just... Isn't that your father? I think it's your brother. Oh, I think he stole that practice from your father. Oh, okay. Yeah, we would always just get like mailed to the house to these random like pseudonyms. And they were always puns. And they were just like dummy accounts for your dad. <laughs> and then like my brother. Oh, know, Like Tom Morales? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Maracas. 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 Oh, you're giving up all these fake identities from Oh, no. Yeah, he's outed for real now. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, so, Justin TV? Yeah, Justin TV. You guys don't remember Justin TV? What is that? Seems familiar. Justin TV was a streaming app that, like, it was basically in the early days of video streaming, like when it was the Wild West, and you could just basically upload or stream anything you want. Like, YouTube was where you would upload anything you want, right? And they weren't really into live content. But just in TV, you would stream, like people would just have channels where they're like, oh, Golden Girls, 24 hours a day, like pro wrestling, 24 hours a day, like just football, whatever it was, just, and it was, and you would just follow each other and you would like 
just watch all this content. It was awesome. And I always had like this idea, like, oh, I'm going to have a channel. Like maybe we can uh, talk and do a show. Now, look, look how ideas come around. But I just found out the other day, I was like, whatever happened to Justin TV? That was like so, so cool. Did it become and Twitch? It did become Twitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, did it really? Yes. <laughs> you were describing, I was like, sounds like Twitch. Yeah, it became Twitch. It, so I was like, oh, that's what happened to Justin TV. So a I should have kept that name. Right? It was kind of a cool name. I was, it was like, who's Justin? Right? But yeah, then they became Twitch. They focused on gaming and then ironically went just back to diversifying. So so that's a little lesson there. It's actually really interesting, you know. Yeah, I didn't know that till just the other day I found wow, out. Wow, that was really interesting. So if you've if you learned anything today, it's the origins of Twitch. With that being said, I think we've always had content, right? It's like what Link was just saying, like ever since it was TV, now you have choices, right? And ever since the internet blew up, now you have even more choices. But I think we're like on another level now. And for me, I think that starting point was the pandemic, like COVID era, where not only do you have a bunch of choices, but also you have more time to invest because you don't really have anything else going on, no? Did you guys experience this or? In there's, a sense, nothing, there's nothing uh, to do out there. Other than, there was nothing to do other than stay inside, and it was a way to escape the harshness of the, what was going on. Mm-hmm. I was still going to work. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it didn't, nothing changed in your... Well, what about like social outings and stuff where you weren't going out as much, or was your life just normal during the... I think at that point, like even then... Did your state not care about COVID? I was, no. <laughs> I was still kind of like... Doing the same thing. I'm just staying in. I think I think it changed like when other people when I just like my circle grew or like people had moved back or whatever. But from where I was, like me and my roommates were pretty much like homebodies at that point. Oh, so we okay, were like so. just watching we just make food and just watch T V and stuff like that. Um I so think So work work at home was already your routine? Um no, I wasn't working at home. I the thing no, is no, I no, work no. I mean work work at go home. home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Work, go home. I think the things that changed the most is like um, well, I, I was, I got into a relationship, so obviously that had changed. Um, the person I was with wanted to go like out and do stuff, but uh, they were, we were very limited and not as limited as, as you guys in here in Florida, I was in Tennessee, um, where they were a bit more lenient you just had to like wear masks. But like the time where you guys were like, are actually shut down, we could like go somewhere, like and go to a park. I think for the most part, like. Well, yeah, because you guys have, like, more outdoor options also. Yeah. yeah. And as far as, like, being active, like, I love to play soccer. So I think that was one of the things that I was limited by where I had to, like, that's, like, an extra hour or two in my day where I would have to stay at home or, or I mean, yeah, just stay at home, either play ping pong or watch an extra TV show or movie. I mean, I, but during the pandemic, I did watch a lot of things that had come out, but also, I mean, that had, like, just come out or that I was missing out on before. So you did start catching up on things? Yeah. What about you, you, Dan? Uh, No, for me, it was a complete shutdown. (laughs) It was just like... Like like the state, yourself, or like... Like your internet internet stopped working. Yes, everything. (laughs) You were living in a post-apocalyptic world. I keep looking at the laptop, but he's sitting right next to me. Um, Oh, because your school went fully online and... Yeah. That's true. Man. So it was just school in my room, TV in the living room, 
go to endless sleep. Endless hours of Animal cry. Crossing. Endless hours of Animal Crossing. 600 specifically. Wow, that's impressive. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, it's sad. No, I, I think it's impressive to me. I don't think it's sad. I think it's impressive to me, but it, everyone has their own value system. A um, lot of time on my hands. What did your habits become? Like, how did they change in that time? How so? What do you mean? Like, okay, so now you're at home and you have more time to interface with this media. What what changed in the... you? Okay, one example. You're binging Animal Crossing, right? Yes. Like, I mean, I started binging everything. Okay. Like, YouTube, TV, like... I started watching TV? basketball again. <laughs> if you would have known about Justin TV. Yeah, yeah if, it were, if only there was Justin TV, yeah. then maybe I had something to do. But. And that's, it's funny what you're saying, because I'm not a big YouTube guy, and I started, like, looking into YouTube. I'm not a Twitch guy, and I started looking into oh, Twitch. Oh, yeah, no. YouTube, because I had a roommate who I just, he he wouldn't really watch, t- like, TV and movies. Like, I kind of got into it because I was watching him, so obviously we do it together, but... He was like he was just always a YouTube person. Mm-hmm. He's just always randomly watching different videos, and I'm like, "How is this entertaining for you? You wouldn't want to watch like a serialized show or like something with a plot and a story and characters that you can like invest in." And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's just like not as much commitment. I just watching a short video, learn something, and then dip or do or watch something else." And I was like, "It was insane to me." The pandemic hit, and I'm like, "I got sucked into a hole." Like I was just like. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'm just like watching different videos. I realized what kind of a tool YouTube can be and how massive it is. And the thing is like, it's insane how much you can learn and how much you can waste time. Yeah, because it was both things, right? I was like, YouTube is the best tool that I wasn't using. And I was generally, because like things would happen like the door of my garage broke during the pandemic. And it's like, the you know how hard it is to get an appointment during that, the height of the pandemic everything's backed up everybody's fixing everything and you know there's not that much work so i had to learn me and my wife how to fix the garage door buy the cable replace it and youtube walked us through that but also the endless amount of hours that i don't even know what i watched like just people talking about who knows what like i'll never remember any of the information but just wasted time as well so like really useful stuff you know launching this show youtube tutorials but also like just in inane conversation that like I probably shouldn't have been a part of. Yeah, and I, mean, I feel like that, that's part of uh, that's part of that like huge amount of content. Like there's great stuff, but there's also just complete yeah. waste of times and like that's garbage. the thing. I just feel like it's that follows with a theme where it's just like you have this tool, this this base, this library of content at your fingertips, but it's like there's so much to see that sometimes for me it can get overwhelming like i want to watch this oh but i should be listening to this at the same time oh but i i should i I want to be more informed about this aspect and it's just like there's so many different options that it becomes kind of paralyzing in a sense choice paralysis yeah 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 what what do you think leads to choice paralysis what do you think of some of the uh the factors that kind of leave you stuck i mean just honestly having like it's just streaming, man. With streaming, it's so hard because it's like, I'll scroll for hours. Yeah. I will not watch something until I just close my eyes and click. 
I've had nights where like me and friends or family just look at what to watch without ever actually watching yeah. anything. Maybe at the end we'll settle on something short, you know, but like, oh, let's start this series. We'll watch one or two episodes instead of like, you know, a full movie. But like spent the night just browsing catalogs. And most of the time I just end up watching something I've already seen. Just that, that, I yeah, know that I'm going to enjoy it. What? Yeah, okay, Gabe's... You've Gabe's, never done that? Yeah. I, I don't think I caught the first half of what you said. No, right. I mean, sometimes instead of endlessly scrolling, I just rewatch. Oh, like like how Link rewatches Arrested Development, and I, yeah. re- I rewatch Seinfeld. Because it's like... You I know what you're going to get. Com- yeah, I know what I'm going to get. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I don't it's actually safe, have to it's pay comfortable. full intention. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an, I'm a big, like, watch something new guy, because... My backlog and my queue, I literally have list organized checklists of things that I need to get through. So, like, I always want to push through it. But my wife's a big, like, go back and rewatch. Like, we saw Thor Love and Thunder, and she's like, all right, let's watch all the Thor movies again. <laughs> and I'm like, so Thor, and then Avengers, and then Thor 2, and then Avengers, and then Thor 3. Oh, you watch all the ones And then in. Avengers, and then Avengers. Yeah, because that's how you get the full story. Yeah. I mean. The Loki and Thor relationship runs through all. It's so those. interesting how Disney just carefully curates all those films yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they don't nice put them in order them. though. But they, they don't? don't put no. Like what? I get mad when you go to the Thor collection and after you watch Thor one, it's like now watch Thor two, and I go no, that's not right because oh, that's not how it, yeah because Loki will come back in Avengers and they'll fight and then get arrested and then taken back to Asgard and Thor two like. Like, that's how it should be. So then you watch Avengers, and then it doesn't kick you to Thor 2. It kicks you to Age of Ultron. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want... This is the Thor collection. Yeah. So, Disney, oh. if you want to, like, you know, curate that list for me specifically. Well, I guess you don't have to, because I already, I already watched everything on it. But, but just a thought there. So it's like that choice of, like, something familiar or something new. Going back to that, that period of, of, like, COVID, one of the things was that a lot of streaming services actually launched during that time one because they were coming anyways but two out of necessity because they needed to start monetizing this content you know they weren't having theatrical releases a lot of those companies that own these streaming services they run major studios as well um and that was like just like a prime time like spot yeah open up we all fell in love with uh, Disney Plus and uh, HBO Max, Max real fast, right? Because just content after content. Um, and there was a backlog in production there, too, because, you know, everybody was shut down. They weren't making stuff mm-hmm. during that period. So now that we're on the other side of the pandemic, we're going, like you said, back to our regular everyday lives. But it seems but like a ton of content. Yes, like a flood of it. And I think even more so than what we had during the pandemic, right? I would say so. Because yeah. all of these streaming services are launched and established. And we have the theaters back. Yeah. So it's just from every angle, there's content. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure people thought theaters were going to die. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a time there then and now. Seemed like it was. There was a time when it seemed like they were going to die. And yeah. I was sad. But I was happy about and it. And then somebody saved them. Who saved them? The government. Uh, what we movie? Did. Aside from AM, me, yeah. The people who invested in AMC when what, they weren't worth anything. What movie do you think oh, I thought you was saying, like the government that saved movie? Them. Well, oh, what was the movie? Well, I know that. Inter- uh, Christopher Nolan, Nolan really wanted 
Um, yeah, but oh, that was no. Nah, I think was that was it? too early. Was Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, that was too movie. early. I think it was too early. No, no way. What home? came after Tenet? I think it's, No Way Home was actually the one to save the theaters. Bro. I think No Way Home was the first one to like start breaking I think, records. Yeah, I think everyone got back in on No Way Home because there was movies coming out before then, but like Dune, Dune was one, but not everyone, not everyone's rushing. I guess I think Dune, Dune brought me back. Yeah, and then. Um, no, uh, but no also Dune was a, Dune was available on HBO, so like you didn't have to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing with the streaming. Like the theaters, they did that thing where they would like release them in the theaters, and then right after release them on their. Platform. I miss that. I miss that. <laughs> but because yeah. I would I would watch Jurassic World this weekend if it was streaming, but I will not no, go out to watch that movie. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Um. No, I think it is No Way Home. Marvel. <laughs> Which we talk about a lot on this show lately. Why? Because they produce a lot of content. Because they're pumping that joint out every week. There's something to talk about Marvel literally every they're week. They're catching up while um, the content they didn't weren't able to release those two years. I guess to put it in perspective for anyone who doesn't realize how much content has been releasing for Marvel, phases one to three are 55 hours. And phase four just passed it in total runtime. One through Which three. Which to me is insane. What is the cutoff of three? I wonder if... Uh, uh, far from, far from Home. Far After. From... Spider-Man is introduced yeah. with all those movies in between that. No, no. Endgame and Far From Home. So, like... It, the, yeah. the conclusion of the is, Infinity Saga. Yeah, the Infinity. Is, it, is, is, it, it, is that including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. No. Because that's not but, part but of But that's it. what we're doing now. We're including TV shows. Well, you yeah, could, but we're but including that, no, canon that, TV shows. Yeah, those shows. Agents yeah. of Shield was not canon. No, it no. was not. In oh, hindsight, or it's made not to be now. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Well, like, yeah. Okay, this is a controversial topic, probably for another time. But basically, this but is, at the time wasn't it canon? This is the point. It was intended to be. Yeah. But then there was the split between TV and movies. All the other TV shows are not. So then. They started running store like there was no more connection between the movie studio and the TV studio, so they did not know what was happening in the movies behind the scenes. So they kind of had to try to pretend to align, and at some point they just started like time traveling, going into the future, whatever. They so if you want to make it in your head canon, canon, you could say that there's a point where they mess with the timeline so much on that show that it just deviates into its own timeline, because by the end of it, it does not coincide. With the MCU anymore, but based on the end game rules, they Nothing you know they matters. branched off. Yeah, they branched off to tell their own story once time travel was introduced on the show. So, so at some point it was connected, but it is a branching path. But yeah, the runtime is not including that. And that's like that ran for like what seven years? It's like an hour show. Yeah, I would say if you add all the other shows to it, you would also all the other shows like also Daredevil and yeah, this, good... yeah, the stuff from Netflix. Uh... It might not be canon, but it's still content that they were producing. You know, I would like to see that, though. Like, that's that's a fair point, Link. I would like to see someone put those numbers together, yeah. and we might do that after because this. Because we were perfectly fine with all those numbers, right? I mean, yeah, you're right, because you're, that's, that's fair. No one else is producing other Marvel content. Now, yeah. So, like, if we take the Defenders off the stage, if we take Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., off the stage, but also though, don't you but feel they more? They felt different. Yeah, don't you feel more motivated to watch this stuff though, Link? Like more necessity because it's so interconnected. Uh, I haven't seen how they're interconnected yet. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, you cannot go watch Doctor Strange 2 without having seen WandaVision. That, mo- that movie won't make any sense to you. No, that's true, yeah. Um, but even then, it was, content that I was, it was content that you were consuming no matter what. It's not saying whether... Well, See, because you, you had You to. didn't watch Angels you, of S.H.I.E.L.D. So no matter what, anything. you felt huh? forced to watch it. What happened? Well, you go felt ahead, forced Dan, I'm to sorry. watch it. Forced You've... to watch what? Because you're saying no matter what, we were going to consume it because we kind of had to. He's arguing that the shows back then, too, were in the same position. Like, yeah. sure, you have Loki and uh, Moon Knight now, but you always had Luke Cage and yeah. uh, Agent Carter, for example. But I don't know. I, it, it feels different. Never saw Agent Carter. Agent Carter is one of the best, actually. I, oh, I know. I would go out of my way to back. And Agent Carter is actually canon. I would go out of my way to say that the TV back then was better than the TV now. Okay. Expand on that. You think the TV back then was better than the TV now? Yeah, the now? TV. I mean, the stuff that's interconnected now with the MCU and that's part of uh, Phase Four is it? It's good. It's not as good as some of the stuff that was made that wasn't part of the MCU. I agree. I agree with that too. So, so you think there's a quality, and it's yeah. interconnected. So yeah. it's essential viewing. It's not as good and it's interconnected, though. So you determine whether you wanted to be essential viewing or not. It's funny because this whole everything's connected thing was kind of the pitch at the beginning. And like we would struggle to see because they would tell us like, oh, no, 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 Daredevil's connected. And like you have like the headlines Mm -hmm. of the of the events of Avengers. It's in the Daredevil show. So like technically it's interconnected. But then they would play by these different rules where you're like, is it though? And now I kind of feel like we feel aimless, I think. I think we talked a little bit about this on the Thor episode last week. No? Well, we're not really sure what the general direction is. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, Link hinted at, like, quality. What do you think about overall? Let's expand this beyond Marvel. Because I know, again, Marvel loves to take up so much of our conversation because of how much content they're producing and just how much, like, on the forefront of the cultural zeitgeist they're on. But what about the rest of the content? Do do you think there's a difference between the quality we used to get before every major studio had a streaming platform? Or do you think the quality has remained consistent or better? It's remained consistent. I think I'm just open to seeing more stuff. I mean, I don't really know the numbers, but I... It seems like there's more shows, but I mean, the thing is, like, Link has been saying, like, Link has kind of just been, like, proving, like, going against some of the thoughts that I had before, but he's also opening my eyes to him, like, yeah, I guess that's true. I think that my scope has been widened. Yeah, I think... I think things have become more accessible to me. It's because you have money now and you can afford... <laughs> that's also because true. Because honestly, like, we, I didn't have cable growing up, right? Uh-huh. So I didn't have any access to all these great, you know, HBO, stars... All these great shows, right? Because I, I was young. I couldn't afford it. But I'm working now. We're working now. We, we, you know, we find ways of sh- uh, to watch these shows. Yeah. You get me? We afford. We can afford these streaming services. Now you have all this yeah. access. No, and you have access to. And you have access to even if you don't have the money because the reality is like I need a cell phone provider and it gives me HBO. Yeah. You know, I need an internet provider and it gives me Peacock. You know, and everybody probably has a and it gives you Apple, Apple, gives you Apple, Apple, Apple TV. Yeah, I have an iPad. I buy iPads and iPhones, and they give me Apple TV, right? 
And everybody, no matter what cellular network you have or what internet provider, you probably have access to at least one of the streaming services because of it. All right. So I guess going back to your question, is your question specifically like for brand new content that's coming out? Because I feel like with a lot of these streaming services, they're getting a bunch of just old classic shows yeah, from different catalogs. places and they're coming back in. It's like some of those shows I'm going to go back and watch if they're like, like I want, I I'm almost done with the Sopranos. I want to watch The Wire. Like a lot of the HBO yeah. titles, I'm like in the middle have. of an X Files, like multi year yeah. binge. I would, I would, I would equate that to uh, buying the DVDs of each. Exactly. Like those shows but, are already out, yeah, so that's but, why I'm asking. Yeah. Like, but people didn't buy the DVDs. I know, as but if you were interested in it, you would watch it. I don't because think so. TV has been TV has been blurred. Once, okay, if because I had, I did buy many TV shows, you know, in my time, but it's like hundreds of dollars of an investment on a show. If you could get every season used to be like 40, 50 bucks, but let's say you get it on like sale, $20 per season, but a show runs seven, eight years. We're talking about hundreds of dollars per show. This is a service that you're either already paying for or getting for free. And then the entire catalog is there already. I mean, it's, it was it's like, different. It was like buying an album back then versus having like Spotify. Absolutely. Yeah. You had to really love the content or be tricked go, or be tricked into it or be tricked into it. Yeah. You have to go seek it out. Now it's just kind of in your face. Like, exactly. Yeah. Think about that. Think about how we consume music. Like, it's just a thing that's delivered to us the day of. You know, I used to have to decide whether I wanted to buy a record blind on opening day or wait for reviews. Here, you're listening to it right away, like on a service that you're already paying for or, or for free because, I mean, you don't even need the premium version of these services, right? And that's a good thing. Like, I don't want anyone to think. I mean, I know that streaming services, they don't pay their artists accordingly, which is super bad. But it's awesome that we have access to all that music so quick. Yeah, from a, consumer, exactly, yeah from a consumer. Exactly, from a consumer standpoint. But it's just a lot of stuff from everywhere and so many conversations from everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's good and bad. Like you say, yeah, I would never want to go back to those days where I have to buy like music releases individually. This is definitely the path forward for music. But I think our experience with how we, you know, react to that music changes too cuz having that thing that was mine and like not being able to discard it. When I bought an album, that's it. It was in my playlist forever because I bought it. And I only had X amount of albums in my little binder that I had to walk around with, you know, carrying all those discs. And it's just different. It's just different when it's there to listen to. The, the pro is that you're going to listen to way more than you would have ever before. You have more access to it. But you're also going to forget more of it. I think it's going to fall to the back burner. You're going to replace it quickly. And a it's lot of it's going to be, yeah, less meaningful because well, it's like... You can just jump from one thing to another. And I feel like that's what happens now, even with shows, movies. Everyone's jumping from one thing to another. And every conversation is over within like 48 hours. Yeah. Because everything's just instant now, I think. Yeah. I mean, the trends that follow with social media, um, also with just regular media in general, it's just like you finish with one show, what's next on the list? What's, what, what else is new coming out? Because I can have a list. I do have a watch list. That it's like, oh yeah, I should probably be watching this. How many of you guys have watch lists? Do you, do, you, do the rest of our hosts have watch lists? I mean, I do. I do. Like a watch list? Yeah. Or is that a- like a physical list that you check off of stuff that you need to watch? Like you write down when someone recommends something. 
No, I don't do that. Okay. So everyone here but Link. Okay. And that's fine. I, sometimes I look at my list and I, I'm proud of it. I'm like, look at how organized I am. And then sometimes I look at it and I'm like, how sad am I as a person? Like, <laughs> why is this important enough for me to like jot down? Well, no, it's important because it's like, this is stuff that's like, I want to watch, but it's like, I don't, like, I feel like I get lost in the shuffle yes. between yes. there's something new coming out. Like, oh, like this is some, this is a show that I've wanted to watch. I turn my head for two seconds. There's something brand new coming out and it's like, no, oh, this, this is shiny. Let me go watch yeah. it. And that's time that I'm wasting. And I, I get lost in the shuffle. And it's just a cycle because then it'll be like, I watch this brand new show, binge it, finish it, or week to week or whatever it is, watch it. And then it's like, oh, wait, I have a list I should be watching or that I, I supposedly want to be watching. Let me watch. Let me watch it there. Okay. And the same thing happens where I turn my head for another two seconds and something else just comes out. And by the end of it, I think it, it points back to, for me at least, from what I've seen, the trends is like how it is for me with social media, with either Instagram or Twitter or, or TikTok, where it's like, I feel like for TikTok, I think it's been, the, it's been a platform that I can get like a lot of information, but also like I can just laugh randomly, but also I see the dumbest stuff. And it's, but it's like, it's just a swipe of a video. It's like, I'm onto a completely different set of either emotions or thought processes or just general sense of being like feeling how I am or what I'm thinking about that is like, you know what? It leads me to think maybe I should have more control over the things that I like am, am watching and listening to and viewing, which I think is the end game. I think for this, I just, because for me, I have to take control because the, the companies that are making and producing all this stuff, they're not going to stop. They're making money off of this. They're doing, what they're, they're doing what they're setting out to do. I think it's just you, I think as a person, I think we have to be more selective and just have the willpower to just be like, hey, you know what? I do want to watch this. I don't want to watch this. I don't have to watch this right now. I don't have to watch this day of. For me, I know with school being so um, intense, like I can't rush to watch everything when I want. Like that freedom that I had to just wake up and watch something whenever I want to or binge something for a whole day and hours. Like I can't do that anymore. And it's weird. It's taking me a little like kind of an adjustment period to get used to because it's like, man, I'm so used to do this. I'm so used to like having the freedom to do it whenever I want. Yeah. And I, especially I missed eight years of 24. So I watched it in three weeks. Yeah. Like <laughs> and it's just like, I'm, and it's even worse now because it's like, it's so accessible to me. But I mean, I have priorities in my life that I want. I put above that stuff, even though that stuff is important to me, but there is other stuff that, that has to, that for me takes precedence. And I think personally speaking, it is something that I have to, I guess, work on and just be more selective of my choices. So I think link no, I, is, a, I think link does a very good job of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of what? Of being selective. Yeah. And maybe I'm that's why like, you don't feel fatigued. Yeah. I don't feel fatigued. Because I mean, I mean, here's an example. We went to watch Morbius as a joke. Because it's like, this is the popular, this is the funny thing, this is the joke. And I really thought it was a joke because I thought they didn't show up for the first like 10 minutes of the movie. And I thought this is the <laughs> it worst. It was not for the April first set. We walked in a, right yeah, when the movie started. Oh, but so, I didn't get the, I didn't get there right like for no, trailers. I, and stuff. Yeah, but you said for the first 10 minutes. Of the movie. We did not miss. We we watched every for the first 10 minutes, minute of that movie. For the first 10 minutes that I was in the theater, yes. they hadn't gotten there. Um, but Link didn't go with us. We were, it, was a group, it was a group of us, but Link didn't go. Link didn't join us. He's like, nah, I'm not going to waste my time with that. I'm not going to watch that. And and I commend you for that. Thank you. Absolutely. If there's anything in life I commend you for, it's for skipping Morbius. That was a wise choice. Beyond oh, your years. I should have listened to you. 
You mentioned the short form content. You talked about like TikTok and and Link kind of hinted at this when he blamed this all on the internet. Um, is there like a movement towards that shorter form content that kind of like disassociates you from those longer form pieces? Like is shorter better now in today's, I don't know, society? Is that, is that a fair? Is thing? shorter better than, or is just shorter better in quality? I think it's, it, that's an interesting point because I think when it comes to professional, it all depends on how professional you are uh-huh. because watching Marvel movies, they're no longer 22 minutes, the standard 22 or 45 minutes, right? They're in You mean shows? Yeah, shows. Sorry. They're somewhere there. But when it's more amateur level, right? When it's someone on TikTok, shorter is better. Uh-huh. Well, that's my question. Are you asking like, is shorter just better in quality or shorter better than long formats? So? I think, what do you think is, what do you think is the trend that it's moving towards? Uh, you guys, uh, I've heard about people just like spending all day watching on TikTok. Moving from one to another, like you mentioned. I think, yeah. You think I, more people spend time on shorter form content than they do on longer form content? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you have that. It's in your palm of your hand. You can be on a subway waiting, just watching videos. You can be at a doctor's appointment, just wait. Like, it's it's like the accessibility of it is so instant and rapid and just so accessible wherever you go. I think way people, like, throughout, if you were to, like, check your phone and see how much time you spend on each app of the day. I mean, what are the most big, what are the big ones? TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. And I think you're spending more time with that stuff consistently on a consistent basis. Like you may have a weekend where I'm like, I'm going to watch three movies. I'm going to watch two movies. Mm -hmm. But if you're battling that against like a week of just straight up on your phone, like, I don't know, you'd have to, I don't know the numbers, but I would assume that people spend more time with short, with short format, which may affect how they view long format in the sense of maybe attention span being not being as like focused for such a long period of time. Yeah. Because I know certain people that are like, they either like, they like watching TV shows, the 20 minute TV shows, because it's quick, it's easy, and that's it. Yeah. They cannot stand to watch a two hour, two and a half hour, two hours and 45 minutes, God forbid, a three hour movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, they just lose interest. And I mean, that, I'm, that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But then you have shows like Stranger Things that just keep on getting longer. Yeah. I, I feel like. And that catches people's attention. Like, that's, that's as it came out, everyone was talking about Stranger Things. Everyone was watching those. You know, it was only, only one episode that was two hours, but everyone was watching those hour long episodes. Oh, but they were like hour 40 yeah. episodes. They were, yeah, exactly. Everyone was watching those hour long episodes. Yeah, but hour- for me, who's the person who was gonna binge that? I took breaks through those the long episodes. Yeah, I'm not I, watching I that watch all in one, one sitting. sitting. Yeah. I don't know, but you still watch it within a week, within a week, but it's not since not anything new. Hmm. I, like, I, I've done that, I've done that since Stranger Things has come out. I, I also think that Stranger Things 2 had the equity, like, they earned, like, you've been with us for. You know, three seasons, six years. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's it like, you're going to watch this. It's not a tough sell. It's not like if it was season one and it was like, yeah, this show has two-hour episodes, it'd be a harder sell. Also, a lot of the conversation surrounding the show going into the season was how long the episodes were going to be. So they definitely prepped the audience to know that the episodes, they got the word out. Listen, they're going to be long. And we're going to split it in two parts because the back half is going to be even longer. You know what I mean? So, like, I think they prepped everyone that they knew what they were getting into going into the season. But that's a good point, though, that, like, if the audience is there, you can get longer and longer. These Marvel movies got super long, you know, at some point. Uh, The Batman was, you know, three hours long. If the audience is there, they'll stick through it. But shorter form, I've had this argument, like, 
me and my wife, she's more of a TV person. I'm more of a movie person. Like, I don't mind starting a movie every time I go to the TV. But first, she's like, ah, we don't really have time. Let's watch Let's watch TV episodes. Let's watch but Friends. But then we'll watch four of them, right? And if it's Friends, if it's a half hour, you know, sitcom, we'll watch eight of them. You know what I mean? You'll go way longer than it would have spent a movie. But just knowing that you have the freedom to disconnect, I'm like that with gaming. I love games. Like, I used to play, like, WWE a lot. Mm-hmm. And because I could have a match, and I could have 15 if I want. But after the third one, I could turn it off if I want. You know, I I play Fortnite not because it's the greatest game ever, but because each game is 15 minutes max. I can turn it off at any time. So I think that's short form. If I start playing Legend of Zelda, I know that it's the only thing I'm going to be doing in front of a TV for that week. Because you can't just jump off and then be like, where was I? What was happening? Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of this dungeon, you know? So some of these things require that investment. And that bite size thing is even more bite size now ever since Vine was invented. And now we have, you know, Instagram stories and TikTok and, and we have YouTube shorts, which is like crazy to me. Like, have you guys have you guys seen these YouTube shorts? What, like what do you mean by YouTube shorts? Oh, you haven't it's heard about YouTube TikTok. It's like, OK, OK, yeah, it's like the TikTok of YouTube now. So it's like, which to me, like goes against the entire purpose of YouTube. But yeah. th- they're diversifying what they see as an opportunity. Something like, for platform. everyone. Yeah, to be something for everyone all these platforms like i think this all started with netflix in my opinion right where it was an all you can eat buffet of content and i think that that's kind of like what we got used to which is why i think it's difficult like people don't really rent or buy movies anymore which again i think is fine It's, it's good um sometimes it can be difficult to know what platform everything everything is on like have you ever wondered where you're supposed to go to watch something? I do it all the time. That's why I just got, like, I look at an app to tell me where it is. Yeah, actually, you wanted to invent that app, and then you found out that that app and then I, Yeah, and then I realized that what, you told me there is an app that does that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, shout out to Just Watch. That's the one I use. I don't Not know. Just In TV, Just Watch. Yeah, Just Watch. Just Watch. The app. Um, but it can be difficult to explain to people when they're like, you're like, oh, go watch The Batman. And they're like, oh, it's on Netflix. I think... Actually, your dad, Link, was telling me the other day that the Batman <laughs> was on Netflix. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, no. No, no we were it's like, not. no, it's not. It's like, he's yes, like, it is. Yeah, he's like, yes, it is. He, he fought us on it. And I was he was like, making the want, point that it was, was the like, new Batman. I'm like, do you want to bet $20? Yeah, no, I bet him $200, and he didn't want to like take me up on it, which shows me that he wasn't as sure as he pretended. Coward. I don't know. He seemed pretty sure. <laughs> he yeah. seemed pretty sure that it was. But I'm like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. No, to the point, because he was like, I saw it. I watched the new Batman movie. On, on on Netflix. Netflix, and then he pulled it up, and, and then, then he, I was like, "Yes," and I watched. We watched the new Batman movie on HBO Max, you know, and I told him, and I also watched the new Batman movie that you saw, but I watched it like fifteen years ago, or when <laughs> when was Dark Knight Rises? About ten years ago. Yeah, ten, ten years ago. So it turned out that trending on Netflix was the Dark Knight Rises because they just got it, and he watched it, and he thought it was the new Batman movie, and he loved it. Which is funny because we watched it with him in movie theaters. <laughs> I don't understand how. Yeah, he fell asleep. So yeah, it was 10 years ago. Large portions of it. Yeah. So The Dark Knight Rises, according to you, that still holds up to this day. Wait, can't wait for him to can't wait for him to find out about Batman versus Superman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just awkward. <laughs> no one wants to talk about that. Um, it happens in gaming too. Game Pass. You know, all you can eat. I pay for Game Pass. I don't use it. Same. Is that right? Is that fair? Oh, well, I, I, I same. Ha- I have Game Pass. I, I canceled it. 
Okay, so mine's just expired, and I did not re-up because I was away last month on a trip, and I'm waiting till I need it to sign up for it, which I know a lot of people do with these streaming services. They're like, oh, I have Netflix for this month, and then Disconnect, and I have HBO for the next month, you know? I, I, forgot, I, become, I forgot about it. It re-upped I've by be- itself. Sorry. Go ahead, Dan. I've become really picky with games, and I would just rather purchase the game and support the creator and as best as I can. You know, that's a good point because you also referred to that when we were talking about streaming music and how the the artists aren't really compensated. We're always looking at this from a consumer perspective because primarily that's what we are. But one of the good things about having all this content is that there's work for everyone and that everybody can produce and and um, release. But with all this competition, there has been like the conversation of is everyone being fairly compensated? Because when everybody does TV and music and podcasts and, um, you know, movies and games, like, is anyone particularly, like, in demand? Because you're selling services now rather than individual products. So is, is it more important for Netflix to have, like, 3,000, you know, TV series for Game Pass to be able to say they have 100-plus games instead of 50, 200-plus rather than what those games actually are? I know that, like, for example, I don't know if you guys have heard that the Marvel, um, like, the special effects people have been kind of, I don't know if boycotting or, or yeah, just, like, yeah. protesting. Yeah, they're yeah. unionized. Yeah, because they're, they're being stretched thin. Like, the, the expectations are, are larger than ever, and the compensation is, has not moved up in scale, you know? So Is this for, like, TV? This is for everything. For everything. It's, it's all one now. The movies and TV. I mean, look, just look at Doctor Strange. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about that. The She-Hulk trailer, some of the special effects in Doctor Strange That too. last Miss Marvel episode. Yeah. I've read about companies deciding to say no to Marvel. Yes. And their work because they can't do it. Yeah. And this has happened in the past. You, you guys remember that movie, Life of Pi? Yeah. With the tiger? Like... That won an Oscar while the company that did the Tiger went bankrupt because of the low level of compensation, all the work that they put into it. They weren't financially, um, you know, incentivized for, for that work. And that happens all the time. Like the bigger these platforms get, get, the less that goes directly to the creators because there's more leverage power for, oh, you're going to be on our platform rather than like we need your specific content. That's crazy, man. It's a good way to start That's it crazy. off. You get me? Because you, you, you're able to get your name out there. Yeah. More cost efficiently, I guess. It's cheaper to do that. Yeah, it's easier to sell it, your content. Yeah. It's easier to sell your content than ever. Yeah. But, but you know, it's, like I said, it's a good way to start it off. Yeah. Um, especially if you're uh, uh, um, uh, like a video game company, right? Yeah. You put your stuff out there in, in Game Pass. You get lucky, everyone starts playing it. Your next game, all right, I don't want, I don't have to put it on Game Pass anymore yeah. because I built that equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, people knowing the quality of that of gaming that I make, you can now buy my game. Right. You don't have to. I don't have to make it free for you. Yeah, yeah, like Halo. It, yeah, it's good starting up, but it's pretty bad long term. Yeah, and also you have to be, you have to create a relationship with the consumer enough that they are willing to spend the money. Because, like, maybe I love this game, but I don't $50, $60 love this game. 
You know what I mean? In that sense, you know, maybe I will like praise your game on Game Pass, but I won't buy it. There's always games that are going to break through. Like, for example, like Elden Ring, like it, everybody got the game. Everybody played it, you know, and it did great without needing to be on a service like that. But even um, then, I feel like for me, it's harder to make that relationship with a game studio on Game Pass. Why? Why do you think so? Because there's too many options. Yeah. I can just be like, oh, I don't really feel like playing this right now and switch to the next thing. Well, that's what I do too because I know that there's games that I've enjoyed that I've moved on from just to go to the next one. Exactly. Even though I, I am enjoying it. it. Exactly. I don't pay for it. I don't feel like I have to beat it. I can be like, oh, I really like this game. What else can I try? And that's that all-you-can-eat buffet style that we've talked about. And it even goes into like literally eating, right? What about food options? Dude, I tell you I had a dilemma every single day of when I was working from home on what I wanted to eat that day because of Uber Eats. Because the way that my job was set up, I didn't have a long time for like lunch. So it's like I couldn't really like leave, which kind of sucked. But I'd get it delivered at random points throughout the day. But just the sheer amount of stuff that that's on there to like that you could literally just get dropped off at your house. You don't have to leave or anything. Um, and I mean, I don't think the delivery fees were as bad as they are now for me. I mean, this was like the first time I was using Uber Eats. Yeah. No, and they used to send promotions all the time and I would fall for them. Yeah. Cause I would be like, I would download every service, Uber Eats, DoorDash. Uh, what else was there? Like Grubhub, Grubhub. Grubhub. Like a- Somebody bought them, right? Did Uber Eats buy Grubhub? Am- Amazon. Oh, okay. Or they have a partnership with Amazon. So if you have Amazon prime, you get, uh, like, oh, a, like a premium Grubhub membership or something like don't that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I already did it. Oh, no. Um, But yeah, I just think... I remember recommending places to you, and you ate there instantly that day. It was like, oh, we went to this place, and, we're and you're like, I had it for lunch. I, I, I already ordered. I already yeah. ordered. It's yeah. on its way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think just things are becoming more accessible. And I mean, it was a joke, but I think Link is right. It's the internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, too, though. It's great to have, like unlimited power Listen, at your but fingertips. with that unlimited power like with great power comes great responsibility it's yes. like you have to make a choice for yourself like what you're gonna allow and what you're not gonna allow if it's if it gets too much or too overwhelming then maybe it's like you have to realign like reset your priorities and and act on from those like yeah. i don't know because for me i know that i i just have a i have a hard time making choices making decisions like i'm just very indecisive like that's just how i am um so it's tough for me. I usually like relent to somebody else or it's like, oh, what do you want? Like, what do you, what would you like to eat? What would you, so like, I kind of have something of a choice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how universal um, this feeling is of like ease of access to, to things from the things that we watch on TV, to video games, to music, to reading with our Kindle and our audiobooks and yes. things like that. Um, and even food. Like, it's crazy to me how much, like, things have changed and, and how we've changed, I think, in society. It's funny, going back to that conversation about, about the bite-sizedness, like, when I go to open my Kindle and read a book and I look at the chapter length, and then I'm like, maybe I'll just go to Reddit. And then I'll spend more time on Reddit. I was like, I could have read two chapters in the book. Why didn't I read the book? And I just <laughs> regret everything. So what, what about you, Link? Where do you lie on this, on this conversation? Man, I'm hungry right now. Talking about food and 
unlimited food and buffets. Get on your phone, bro. Check That's out Uber Eats. Yeah, just order. Man. Yeah, it, they'll I, deliver it to this room. I don't. Believe I heard if you have an Amazon Prime. Yeah, you get premium. <laughs> I don't do those services because I don't. I can't. I can't justify paying. Absolutely. The so I, I would just rather drive. <laughs> yeah, it, it I actually, don't like. I, I actually don't have any of those services on my phone. Yeah, it motiv- I deleted them too because I was like, it motivates me to get up. Like I would go and I would look at the fees and I was just like, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah, I I, I yeah. can't. I can't justify kind of ridiculous. it. I remember one time like we were it's watching ridiculous. something and we we're already in the midst of it and we really wanted Taco Bell and then like Gabe ordered Taco Bell and then it was like way so much money that we we're like, man, we could have ate it. When you spend place. more than twenty dollars Taco Bell, you know it's a problem. We spent like. <laughs> 50 bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks. But it was all of us, so that makes sense. No, because right? it would have been it half was... if we would have gone to Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, it was insane. But I enjoyed it. It was a good time, man. It was a good time. It was thing. not a good time for me who had to pay for it. I mean, but we, we didn't we all pay nah, for it? No, we, because we were doing this thing where we're everyone's taking just paying. like, you know what? You're oh. going to pay this time. You're going to pay. <laughs> yeah. I just had to bite the bullet and be like, I'm going to pay for $50 Taco Bell right now. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, I'm going to go pick up Taco Bell for all of us. And the next week, it was like, I'm going to order it. Oh no, it's fifty dollars. Why? So, but we quickly learned not not to wait yeah. to order it. No. Um, and those and those are the lessons that you learned. Like it's great because in the moment we needed it now, so we got it and we paid for it. Sure, but it's good to learn that lesson so that we plan ahead further, because we have all the information in the world at our fingertips today. We have access to knowledge. And anything you want to learn, you no longer have to go out and pay someone to do it. It's there at your fingertips or for a nominal fee. But at the same time, there are obstacles, distractions. It's like walking through the cave of wonders and not touching anything. Keeping your eye on the path to what the goal is. Because when all the treasures in the world surround you, it's easy to get distracted by something shiny and gold. And we hope that as you continue along your path, you take a time to admire around you, but you move forward and use the unlimited power at your disposal for good, not just for your life, but for those around you. And we hope to continue doing that alongside you week in and week out. In the meantime, keep searching. If you want to stay for an extended portion of this conversation on our Patreon, join us. That was the wrong, that made no sense. If you want to keep listening to this conversation with a little more insight, join us on our Patreon.